Do you have a dream for your life? Or have you completely given up dreaming? Everyone can create their dream life. And it begins with your willingness to begin dreaming again. Now, here is the host of It Starts With a Dream, coach and clinical hypnotherapist, Bronwyn Smith. Hello, everybody, and welcome to It Starts With a Dream. I'm your host, Bronwyn Smith, on Inspired Choices Network. And today we're talking about do we need afterpay? And if you don't know what afterpay is, it's a buy now, pay later um, scheme, I suppose, for want of a better word. Um, and there's lots of them now in Australia and worldwide. We've got afterpay, we've got easy pay. Um, I saw one advertised last night on TV for the first time and it was shoppy or snoopy or I can't really remember to be honest with you and um, it started with an S so it was one of these models of buy now pay later and each of them um, are slightly different so after pay is you know you um, buy the the goods now you pay 25% today and then you pay the other 75% off over the next three um three to four weeks so you pay it off in um in increments i think the maximum is six weeks um for after pay but and so it's every two weeks you can't change that you can't change it to every week or or move it out to every month there are other ones where you can you can change them and you can select how often you pay whether you pay every week or every month or every fortnight so they're becoming hugely popular in Australia um, and I'm sure that they're becoming hugely popular right around the world. I don't think it's just um, here. Um, and they say now that there's um, uh, women is are more likely to use it and they say that all the consumers women make up about 11.6% to 5.5% of men. So men use it about half as much as women do. Um, and, you know, what you can buy and how much you can spend um, is limited. It changes. So after pay, when you initially sign up, the maximum that they say that they will let you spend is $600. And then um, as they are confident that you will repay the debt um, in accordance with their terms and conditions, you can uh, increase the amount that you essentially borrow from, from them. And so, you know, here's the kicker. They say it's interest-free. So long as you follow the terms and conditions, it's interest-free. So it's better than a credit card, which you know how much I dislike credit cards because they come with a interest rate of 17, 20, 22, sometimes even 25%. So they're hugely expensive. And they, you know, start accruing interest generally from the day after you purchase items. Now, I know some of them have 30 days, which are interest-free. Some of them do. And lots of people use them. They purchase their goods. And at the end of the month, they pay off the whole credit card. And then they don't pay any interest. They're using someone else's money. They don't pay any interest. And 
sometimes they get frequent flyer points so they can you know have a holiday at the end of it but the vast majority of people don't use credit cards like that and if you know everybody used a credit card like that then they would you know credit cards would be out of business really really quickly um, and if you're using a credit card like that and you're happy to do it happy days but by now, pay later seems to be for the person probably like me that doesn't have a credit card and doesn't want a credit card but doesn't always have enough cash to buy the goods or services outright. So there's this thing called buy now, pay later, and there's lots of different companies, as I said earlier, there's Afterpay and also, Easy Pay was another one. Um, and there's one called Zippo, I think it's called in Australia. Um, and Zippo, you can choose whether you pay weekly, fortnightly, or monthly, whether you pay off the debt weekly, fortnightly, or monthly. Now, it sounds great, interest free, all of that, that's fantastic. But what happens if you miss a payment? So they still say it's interest-free, but you get a late fee, and the late fee is either $10 or it can go up as high as $68. Uh, if the goods that you're purchasing are much more expensive, it will go up to $68. If you're purchasing something for, you know, $600 or $600 annual late, then it's a $10 late fee. So... Even that sort of sounds very reasonable, although $68, depending on the amount, does sound pretty high. And probably if you transferred that into, you know, an interest percentage, it would be quite high um, interest. So, um, you know, but the, the problem with it, any of these buy now, pay later isn't just having one or even two. It's when people have you know, numerous, maybe 10 or 15 of them. And I don't know how well it's really controlled. Um, I don't know whether Afterpay will let you have, you know, half a dozen at any one time. Maybe if you've got a really good credit rating with you, they will. Um, or maybe if you just have one with each of the companies, so you have, you know, one with Afterpay, one with EasyPay, one with... Um, zip um zip pay and you know one with a couple of other of the companies as well what sort of pressure will that put on your day-to-day -day finances how much pressure will it put on you now it'll only put pressure on you for a very short period of time agreed because all of these um you know are meant to be paid off within sort of four to eight weeks depending on who you go with so they're all meant to be paid really quickly but for that four to eight weeks is there a whole lot of pressure put on you and because there's a lot of pressure put on you financial pressure I'm talking about because there's a lot of pressure put on you then do you miss these payments do you attract these late fees as opposed to interest do you attract that um, and then does that put just more financial stress on you? So I'd love to hear from people that have 
um, used by now pay later schemes. I've never used one. And um, because, you know, as you know, I'm very big on have money in the bank, have savings in the bank, and then if you need something, you know, urgently or there's, you know, something uh, like there's a sale on for sheets and you're desperate for sheets, then you can dip into your savings a small amount and then buy the sheets outright. You don't have to worry about any of those. So, um, you know, do people just have multiples of them? And how much pressure financially is that putting on you? And because it's putting on pressure on you today, does that force you to enter into more of these buy now, pay later type services just to make ends meet? And that could be the problem with that, um, that, you know, it is putting extra financial stress on you. Um, and the statistics are that one in five Australians are expected to use buy now, pay later in 2023. So that's a lot. That's very high usage. Um, and um, for businesses that, uh, for these businesses that aren't charging any interest, they get paid from the store that you're buying from so um you know is it a good thing to enter into all of these is a credit card better especially if you're paying the credit card off in full at the end of each month i don't think so i never honestly i never think um, a credit card is a good thing um, but buy now pay later seems fine if you you know, keep up with the payments. If you make the payments every two weeks or whatever the agreement is and you're never late, then it's great. You know, you might not just have the money there um, right at this second, but you might be like, I'm going to get paid in a week and I can pay the whole thing off in a week. And so really I just need this um, credit for a week just to get me to my next paycheck. And that's fine if there's going to be enough money in your paycheck to actually, um, you know, pay it out in full and not, um, and not get to your next paycheck and think, oh, my God, um, you know, now I've paid my rent, my food and my electricity and I've put some money aside to go out once or twice this week, I've got nothing left and I can't pay it out in full and maybe you can't even make that minimum payment that you um, that you need to pay. So it's something that, you know, it's like everything. It's got its positives and it's got its negatives and you need to be really careful with how you use it. If you use it once or twice a year and you pay it off on the due date and all's well, then I think it's a great scheme. Um, but if you're you know, using it because you can't get a credit card and you can't get a credit card because you've got bad credit or because the credit card company says you can't afford to repay us. Even if we only give you a three or $400 uh, credit card limit, you still can't afford to repay this credit card. So, um, and then if you're using buy now, pay later, instead of the credit card, you are going to get into the same problem with buy now, pay later that you would have gotten into had you had a credit card. And of course, you know, 
Um, I've talked about it before. Look at your spending habits. Look at if you need to earn more money. Exactly what is happening um, in with your finances. And you need to have a really good hard look at it. And people don't like doing that. And I completely get it. Looking at your finances, it's like I'd rather be an ostrich and bury my head in the sand. And I completely get that. And here's the problem with that. You know, the issue never goes away, like never, ever goes away. If you're spending more than you're earning, that issue will never go away, whether you become an ostrich or not. So it's better to sit tall and go, you know what, I'm going to tackle this head on and I'm going to find a way out. And that's far better better than being an ostrich because then you can sit down, work out what your spending habits are, what are you spending your money on, really what are you spending your money on and then make some really hard decisions once you've done that. And it might, but they might be, you know, they might seem hard at first but then they're like, oh, my God, that wasn't really that difficult and now I can afford to repay my buy now, pay later um, you know, debts that I have, I can afford to repay them and I can afford to repay them easily. And what I thought was going to be absolutely horrible and gut-wrenching actually turned out to be really good. And now I can sleep at night because that's the problem with, you know, having too much debt is not being able to sleep at night. So on that thought, uh, let's go to a break. You are watching or listening to uh, Bronwyn Smith on It Starts With a Dream on Inspired Choices Network, and I'll be back in just a moment. Many of us settle for our life rather than creating a life we love. Be abundant, be fearless, be mindful, and create an amazing life. Tune into It Starts With a Dream with coach and clinical hypnotherapist, Bronwyn Smith for inspiration on how to be your best self and live your best life. Are you ready? Are you ready to create an amazing <laughs> life? Then join us for It Starts With a Dream with our host, Bronwyn Smith, on Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, 6 p.m. Pacific, and Thursday at 11 a.m. in Australia on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspire Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is It Starts with a Dream with host Bronwyn Smith. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to Bronwyn at BronwynSmith.com to work with her one-on-one. -on -one. 
Hi, everybody. I'm your host, Bronwyn Smith, and you are watching or listening to It Starts With a Dream on Inspired Choices Network. And absolutely, come and join us in the chat room. It's a lot of fun seeing what um, the comments people make and what people say and um, often I'll include your comments in what I'm talking about that day and um, and comment on it, whether I agree with your comment or don't agree with your comment, but it is a lot of fun and pe some people put jokes in there and make me laugh, which is always good fun. So today we're talking about Afterpay. You know, Afterpay is just one company. We're really talking about buy now, pay later. And... Um, um, the, and I was talking earlier about how these companies make money and I found something on Google. Google, don't you love Google? What did we do before Google? Um, and I was, this is how Afterpay and ZipPay earn their money. So Afterpay, um, you pay 30 cents per transaction plus commission and the commission ranges from 4 to 6%. So it's commission, not interest. And then the merchants receive payment up to 48 hours after the transaction. The merchants also pay. They pay 30. Oh, they, this is what the merchants pay, 30 cents plus commission. And on zip pay, the merchants pay 15 cents and commission um, plus commission as well. But the really concerning thing that I found when I was reading all of these statistics is that Australians between the ages of 14 to 34 make um, um, a 55.9% of the people that use buy now, pay later. So 14 to 34% or more than half are um, buy now, pay later users. And consumers between 25 and 34 um, make up 33.5%. And so the issue I have with that is that, you know, kids, their first job, you get your first job at 14, you go and work for McDonald's or KFC or you babysit, which is what I did, or, you know, you go and work for the local chemist or you just do whatever. Um, and, um, you know, you're getting your first lot of money, you know, that isn't coming from your parents. And so... Um, you're learning about money, you're learning about spending and saving and all of that sort of thing, you know, having um, a dream for your money. What do I do? With, what do I want to do with my money long term? Do I want to travel? Do I want to buy a car? All of those sorts of things. So you're just learning about money. And what they're learning is about credit, that credit's okay when they should be learning that saving is better. That's my view. That's what they should be learning. 14-year-olds should be learning saving is better rather than getting it now and paying for it later, getting the item now and paying for it later. They should be learning the complete opposite. You know, you save for it and then you get it all in one lump sum. Now, why do I think that? Because if you because you're learning to save and you're learning to wait for whatever it is that you want it's not that i need that immediately 
I'll get it today and I'll pay for it later because it's teaching you bad habits. It's teaching your child bad habits. And what's going to happen if your 14-year-old or 15-year-old can't afford to repay the buy now, pay later um, scheme? Are are the parents going to step in and go, it's okay, I'll save you? (laughs) And that's really then... (laughs) teaching the kids that they don't have any responsibility to repay these debts. So what are they going to do at 25, 35, 45? That's what they're being taught, that they can, you know, use credit. They, you know, don't have to pay it off because mum or dad will step in and pay it off for them. So they have no responsibility. And I think it's a really bad thing for kids to learn. I think kids initially should learn to save and then go and buy and, you know, pay full price for whatever the item is. I think it's a much better way of teaching kids. And it also um, teaches kids, you know, to save for a deposit later in life for a house, for example. And, you know, Australians are huge on buying and owning their own home. Um, And so, um, you know, So we need to learn to save because, as I've discussed before, properties in Australia are quite expensive comparatively to other countries. So teaching kids, young kids, 14, 15, 16, 17-year-olds to save in my way is the way to go. It sets them up well for the rest of their life rather than teaching them that credit is a really great thing and, you know, they should just, you know, buy whatever they want to buy now and then they'll pay for it you know along the way I think it's um a you know like not a really good way to um you know learn about money uh, initially I think we get into enough trouble even in our 20s and 30s um with credit um and we don't need to start off that young at 14 or 15 learning that's credit learning about credit and credit is good i think you know savings debit credit card is way better and the other problem i have with you know um these buy now pay later schemes is what can you buy now it used to always be that you could buy you know goods So you could buy your new jeans or your new coat or even your new fridge or washing machine or dishwasher, whatever, um, those types of things. But now it's been extended and extended and extended um, to the point now that you can um, buy, you can go out for dinner and you can put your dinner on buy now pay later i was going through before we came on i was going through all the places you could go and they were all high-end restaurants not all but mostly high-end restaurants but there were also things like you know a, a butcher shop and your seafood shop now i understand if you might want to have a party and you want to buy a dozen lobsters like that you might want to put on after pay i don't agree with it but i can understand it but to go to your butcher and buy maybe your low, you know, your weekly or fortnightly or even monthly meat on on a buy now pay later scheme, just smacks of your living outside your means if you can't even buy your food because it didn't have just you know seafood and 
um, the butcher shop, it had a gro grocery shops and it had, as I said, restaurants and cafes and um, all sorts of things. Um, pretty much everything you could think of you could buy now on a buy now, pay later scheme. And that felt really, as I said, felt really alarming. It felt like it was really encouraging people to live well and truly outside their means, well and truly outside what they could actually cope with. And that's, you know, that was the problem with credit cards. Credit cards first came out and, you know, they were only available. Um, at a certain number of shops and you could only have a certain limit and then that grew and grew and grew and then of course we had a really big problem with um you know credit card debt in this country and we still do i mean i think credit card debt um you know the problem with credit card debt is worldwide it's not just here i think it's everywhere and people getting in trouble with credit cards, you know, getting more credit cards than they know what to do with and all of that sort of thing. Um, so, um, you know, now we're replacing credit cards with buy now, pay later. And in my view, the only positive to that is that you're paying it off quickly um, or generally you're paying it off quickly. You're paying it off within sort of eight weeks or maybe it's, you know, you can pull it out to sort of six months, but you're still paying it off much, much quicker than you would a credit card. But still going and buying your, you know, going to the butcher shop, going to a seafood shop, going to an expensive restaurant, um, that seems like the things that you should be paying cash for that if you want to do those things that you should be doing it within your means now you know some people as i said maybe they get paid monthly and they're thinking you know the week before i get paid i've got zero money and i really need to go to the butchers and you know buy everything on pay now uh, buy now pay later and then of course i get paid the following you know, week or fortnight for that month and I pay it all off. Um, and I I understand it. I was paid monthly too and it's, a, it's just horrible being paid monthly. It was really horrible. You get to that last week and you're like, you know, I have just enough money for a bus pass for the week to get to and from work and that's it. You know, like it was, it's, I think it's the worst, you know, pay you can ever have um weekly sort of okay fortnightly tends to be ideal so i completely get it but do we really need to have restaurants cafes um and different food you know they had um wine cellars on there and as I said butcher shop um a seafood manga and everything that uh, you know kombucha you could buy kombucha there you could buy virtually everything that you could possibly think of on a buy now pay later and is it really a good idea do you think do you think that that's a good idea or do you think I'm just being silly. And, you know, if people want to have lots of buy now, pay later, um, then let them. They should know what they're doing with their money. And that's the problem that I was saying before the last break. 
people prefer to be ostriches. They prefer not to know what's going on with their money. They just prefer to, you know, keep going and just to hope it will all sort itself out, which, of course, it never does. And if it does, it's usually in a negative way. There's some point where people have got to go, I'm really living outside my means and I've got to rein this in. It might take years. It might take 10, 15, 20 years. I've known people where it's taken 20 years, but then it's all sort of come crumbling down because they've just got more debt and more debt to cope with the debt that they've already got. They've got, they just get more debt. And so that all just builds up and it comes crumbling down. So um, I just think, I just think having to buy food on buy now, pay later schemes is just a step too far. That's my thoughts. But we're off to a break now. I'm your host, Bronwyn Smith. You are watching or listening to It Starts With The Dream on Inspired Choices Network, and I'll be back in just a minute. Many of us settle for our life rather than creating a life we love. Be abundant. Be fearless. Be mindful and create an amazing life. Tune into It Starts With a Dream with coach and clinical hypnotherapist Bronwyn Smith for inspiration on how to be your best self and live your best life. Are you ready? Are you ready to create an amazing life? Then join us for It Starts With a Dream with our host, Bronwyn Smith, on Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern. 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, 6 p.m. Pacific, and Thursday at 11 a.m. in Australia on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is It Starts With a Dream with host Bronwyn Smith. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to bronwyn at bronwynsmith.com to work with her one-on-one. -on -one. Hi, everybody. I'm your host, Bronwyn Smith, and you are watching or listening to It Starts With a Dream on Inspired Choices Network. And we're now on something like 450 different platforms. So you could be listening to me on Spotify or iHeartRadio or Binge TV. So wherever you're listening from, um, it's nice that you have joined me. And um, if you want to work with me, please email me at Bronwyn at BronwynSmith.com or book a discovery call at www.bromwinsmith.com uh, and my um, producer Sarah was just saying in the comments see in the chat room this one I love the chat room um, that these buy now pay later companies are banking on uh, people not paying it off in the four weeks so they can collect outrageous interest and that's really true but they don't call it interest they call 
call it late fees, so that you don't they so that they can advertise it as interest-free credits, always interest-free credit. So what the advert what they say when they're advertising is it is always interest-free. You never pay any interest. We never charge you interest, but what we do charge you is late fees. So they're just rewording it. You know, it's just something completely different and they're rewording it. So um, but Sarah's right, it is outrageous interest um for you know a small amount of money. And um uh and that's how they make their money. And they make their money, um, they make their money firstly through people like, you know, you and me not paying, not making the um, fortnightly or monthly repayments on time because don't forget every time you're late, they charge you this 10 to $68. Um, if that was with Afterpay. The other ones may be cheaper, might be different, but Afterpay charges you a late fee. So you pay a quarter today when you buy something and then you pay the next quarter in two weeks and then two weeks and then two weeks and so on. So obviously today's is going to be on time. And then in two weeks, you might that two weeks might fall the day before you pay packet. So you can't pay it that day. You have to pay it the following day. And so um, there you go. There's $10 gone. You know, it might only be $15 because you might have only bought something for $60 but you're now paying $25 because it's a minimum of $10 um, and then the next fortnight again might be the day before you pay day or you might just forget about it oh my god I've forgotten about it you do you forget about things sometimes everybody does again there's another 10 bucks so you know it's really easy to rack up um $30, $20 or $30 in late fees. And, of course, if you've only bought something for $60 and you rack up two late fees, that automatically means it's cost you $80. So it's cost you $20 more in late fees or, as Sarah very correctly put it, interest. Um, um, hang on, let me, what she's saying, people would find it pretty easy to just keep putting the payments off and then are shocked at what they end up owing in late fees. Yikes. Yeah, that's true. I don't know how often they pay, they charge these late fees, whether they charge them, um, you know, if they just charge them once or if they charge them a couple of times. But, yeah, and also if you've got a larger amount, then, um, you know, if you've bought a washing machine for $600 or something like this, then, um you know, in the afterpays example, that's $150 a fortnight. Now, you might, you definitely might need the dishwasher or the washing machine or the fridge. You all heard about my fridge, <laughs> which happened to me. So um, I, I'm going to digress for a moment. So my fridge largely broke down. Um, the freezer was still working, but the fridge was, um, you know, wasn't working properly. But I had a bar fridge. Um, uh, just in the next room so I thought oh that's okay I'll just for the next you know couple of weeks while I I was just getting ready to launch my book and I was really busy and I thought I just don't have a chance to go and look at a fridge and buy a fridge and do all that sort of stuff so I'll just cope with the bar fridge anyhow 
Um, so the book had just launched. It was a couple of days later and I um, was thinking I've got to go and buy a new fridge. It's like the number one thing to do. And um, and I was going to meet a girlfriend and we were going to go and choose a fridge that day and all was good, <laughs> which was fortunate because that morning I opened the bar fridge and the whole um, door of the bar fridge fell off. So I get like you need a fridge today <clears throat> and um you know after pay or one of these buy now pay later schemes is really really good for that and because we need a fridge but if you're spending six or eight hundred or two thousand dollars then um you know if you're late that late fee of 68 dollars will be like um will seem huge so um, you really need to make sure that you have every fortnight that money there. Um, and I think in some ways, as I said earlier, that having afterpay, which is only over um, sort of eight weeks, it's every two weeks. So it's over, yeah, um, eight weeks. I think that's far better than it being over six months. I get that over six months the repayments is smaller, but at least over eight weeks you're getting out of it it's gone it's finished um and i don't know whether you can pay it earlier or not i would think that you probably could um but also a good way of handling the um, the repayments on it is to open a separate bank account and say to them take the repayments out of this bank account not the bank account you use on a daily basis and the reason for that is when you get paid that money can just go straight into that bank account it's something that you don't touch every day that you're not um yeah, that you're not, you know, going to use accidentally. You don't have to keep remembering, I've got to leave $500 in for afterpay every five seconds. It's in there. It'll get whipped out on the due date and all is good. So that's, you know, the best way, in my view, to have a separate bank account where you can just put the money in there. And also, it also means if you can pay it off earlier, if you've got the money earlier, just throw it into that bank account. You'll earn a tiny little bit of interest and then it's there every month and you don't, or every fortnight and you don't have to think about it. It just gets taken out and it's done and you've paid it off. So in your brain, you've paid it off today, even though the money is not going to come out, you know, for another um, couple of weeks, but in your head, you've paid it off today. So, um, you know, I keep putting my head back to going to an expensive restaurant because a lot of the restaurants when I looked it up um, were quite expensive restaurants in Australia and restaurants that you would tend to only go to, you know, one, well, I would only go to once or twice a year. There are some people where that, uh, where those restaurants are their local restaurants. Um, but for the majority of us, it's the place where we go, you know, once or twice a year. And it's a really, really special occasion. And it's on those special occasions you would normally save for it. But now you don't have to because you've got afterpay, which is why I don't agree with that. I think you're better off just saving for it and then going there and paying the bill in full rather than putting it on afterpay and um, um, and then, you know, having to pay it off after the event. Um, I think when you, you know, 
saving up for an event, you know, you're saving up for an anniversary or a special birthday or something like that. It's like, oh, it's my partner's, you know, 40th birthday. I want to take um, him or her to a really nice restaurant. You're more likely to save for it rather than afterwards where it's all over and you've had the good time and now you're still paying that debt off. Um, I think psychologically it's much better to save up front for it. Um, so that's all I'm going to say about, um, you know, the restaurant and the food side of it. Well, maybe not. I might come back to it. Um, but I just find it so remarkable. And it was actually because of that I decided to do this show. It was when I learned that you could go to restaurants and use um, buy now, pay later. I was like, what the hell? Like, do people realise this? Do people really think this this is a good idea? Who's doing that? Are, people, are there lots of people using buy now, pay later to go to restaurants and to buy their meat and their groceries and their fish and their lobster? Like, are people using this a lot? Like, I'd love you to send me an email or, you know, come into the chat room or to leave a comment somewhere so I know um, if lots of people are doing this. Um, and if you guys think this is, like, just too much, I just think this is a step too far. Now, you might be saying to me, but hang on, how is this different between, you know, using buy now and pay later to go to a restaurant and using a credit card to go to a restaurant. At least if you use buy now, pay later and you pay it on time, you're not paying any interest like credit cards, which you're paying, you know, 17 to 25% depending on where, you know, who you're with and all of that sort of stuff. And I agree, it's much better than a credit card, but is, is, is using your savings still much better? than, you know, using buy now, pay later. Isn't that still much better just to use your savings? Um, I just, you know, can, can you get into the same sort of trouble with buy now, pay later that you, you know, can with credit cards? And I think you probably can, you know, in the, in, with somebody that just knows how to use these um, systems, I think they could get themselves into a whole heap of trouble and getting into that sort of trouble, going to a restaurant just seems to me a step too far. I know people can get into the same sort of um, problems with credit cards doing the same sort of thing and um, that was my understanding was buy now, pay later schemes came in so people weren't getting into the same sort of credit card debt. That's why they had shorter repayment plans and they had repayments of 25% every two weeks. So they, they were short fixes. You know, you could go and buy your sheets or your towels or whatever, which were $100 or $120 or however much they were, $250 if that's you, but you would have it paid off in eight weeks. So they were short, you know, really short debt spans unlike credit cards which could take 20 years so um and that's what sort of when I saw that I was like oh my god you know 
seems to me a step too far. But tell me what you think. Um, you might think it's the best thing since sliced cheese and or sliced bread and you're like, yeah, happy days. I use it all the time. I don't get into trouble. I don't have credit card debt. I'm not paying 20% uh, interest and I pay it off every fortnight or whatever the agreement is. And I love, love, love it. Would love to hear from you if that's you. It's time for a break. Um, I'm your host, Bobbin Smith, and you are watching or listening to It Starts With Dream on Inspired Choices Network. We'll be back in just a minute. Many of us settle for our life rather than creating a life we love. Be abundant, be fearless, be mindful, and create an amazing life. Tune into It Starts With a Dream with coach and clinical hypnotherapist Bronwyn Smith for inspiration on how to be your best self and live your best life. Are you ready? Are you ready to create an amazing life? Then join us for It Starts With a Dream with our host, Bronwyn Smith, on Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, 6 p.m. Pacific, and Thursday at 11 a.m. in Australia on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is It Starts With a Dream with host Bronwyn Smith. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to Bronwyn at BronwynSmith.com to work with her one-on-one. -on -one. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. I'm your host, Bronwyn Smith, and you are watching or listening to It Starts With a Dream on Inspired Choices Network. And I know you've probably noticed my... Um, glasses are broken they're actually not broken I just need to get someone to like put them back together because the screw came out so it looks a bit funny feels a bit funny too um so today we are talking about afterpay or basically we're talking about buy now pay later uh, schemes and we've talked about how you know, lots and lots of Australians uh, use them, especially young Australians, sort of the 14 to 24 um, age group were the biggest users and then 24 to 35, so it sort of went down a little bit. Um, but the younger ones are the biggest users of um, buy now, pay later, which sort of, as I said, alarmed me a little bit because I thought they were using learning really bad uh, money habits but flip side of you know the consumer is the business and for businesses it's the best thing since sliced bread it's fantastic you know for the businesses that use afterpay and um, easy pay and all of those sorts of things um, and there's lots of them zip pay after pay easy pay that's off the top of my head but I found down here like a little list of them in Australia um, open pay lay by latitude pay to name but a few but for businesses it is ramping up the amount of business uh, people you know are now getting when they you know you walk in was the time you'd walk in to buy some jeans which might have been 150 dollars and now i've got to wait for 
my pay packet or I'll put it on my credit card, all my credit cards maxed out. So, but now we've got buy now, pay later services. So that's fantastic, you know, that people can go in and buy that pair of jeans or that second pair of jeans. And, you know, for businesses, it's really making a big difference of how much, you know, they're now earning. People that were just, you know, looking around and, having you know um and just browsing now are more likely to become purchasers do i have any figures on that no but it's common sense if you're in there thinking i need a new pair of jeans and um and you see some that you really really love like a, you would have put on the credit card traditionally that's what we would have done or even before credit cards we would have lay by it but lay by you put some money down and then every week you went and paid some off and when you paid it off in full you got the jeans but now we've got lay by in reverse so buy now pay later and so you can get those pair of jeans and you can walk out and you can wear them out tonight or tomorrow night or Saturday night so you know it's doing it means that businesses are doing so much better because they've got fewer browsers and more purchases and because those purchases now have the option of using these buy now pay later services they don't have to think about their credit card and if they can't pay it off at the end of the month, the credit card interest will be 20 or 25% because they've got eight weeks to pay it off 25% um, each time and they get their, you know, they pay their first 25% today when they're purchasing the goods. So that's all they need is 25% today and that will no doubt um, dictate how much people spend. Well, I've only got $100 in my bank account. I need to last till next Tuesday. So I need to hold, you know, $50 of that back. So the maximum I can spend is $200. And that's fine because these jeans are $120. So I only have to hand over $30 today. So that's perfect. So it will govern what they spend. But you know, the businesses that are using um, the buy now, pay later services, they say that they're, um, uh, and I have looked at some of the statistics from some of the businesses, they say that, you know, their business increased by as much as 70% just when they offered one of the buy now, pay later services. 70%, that's a lot of money. And, um it doesn't matter what you're selling. It's a lot of money. So I can understand why businesses are trying to put um, these um, buy now, pay later services into place in their business because it means more people are likely to come and buy from them. It doesn't make what they're selling unattainable, even if it is an expensive dinner in an expensive restaurant. It makes everything more attainable for more people, which means the business sells more of those goods or services. So it's a win-win for businesses. It's Money well spent, and we you know, went over the commissions. It was 30 cents plus commission and 60 cents plus commission, and it worked out to be four to six percent um, 
in, uh, interest, a range of 4 to 6% interest with afterpay and zip pay 2 to 4%. Um, and they don't call it interest, they call it commission. So, um, but even notwithstanding that, the um, businesses said it made really good financial sense to um, bring in the buy now, pay later because they got heaps and heaps more customers. And of course, they don't have to pay these commissions um, unless and until someone actually purchases from them. So they would, you know, um, someone purchases today, they get within two to three days the full amount of the purchase price into their account probably less this two to four uh, percent commission that they have to pay the company so it's like for a business it's an absolute no-brainer um, and I wouldn't be surprised there might be something in the terms and conditions but I wouldn't be surprised if um, you know we're now seeing uh, in Australia anyhow if you go and use visa you pay like one percent or 1.6 percent or Amex you pay two percent I wouldn't be surprised in the future if we find um, shops and vendors putting this you know um, commission onto the purchase price when people use buy now pay later services so like everything there is good and bad it's fantastic for businesses it really increases the amount that they can sell whether it's a product or a service it's really good for consumers if they use it wisely if they really think about you know, I'll pay one off and then I'll get another and then I'll pay that off and then I'll get another. If it's used like that and all payments are made on time, then it's, you know, um, it's interest-free money, essentially. It only becomes a problem when you get lots and lots of them. You've got to pay lots of late fees. And you're also, you know, you're going between a buy now, pay later and a credit card. You know, um, if you've got to have a choice, buy now, pay later, all the way, get rid of the credit card, but try not to use them both. So there are good and bad um, aspects with um, buy now, pay later. And I hope that really helped you um, know more about it and know whether it's for you. Um, I might use it once just to see what it's like. Um, but um, so that I can really say to you, um, this is what it was like as a consumer. And, um, and maybe I'll even look at putting it as part of my business so that my clients can use um, buy now, pay later when they're buying one of my courses. So it's very beneficial to, um, um, to you know, the business owner and it's something that probably from a business point of view we should all be checking out because it does look like something that's fantastic. So that's the end of the show. Um, I'm your host, Bronwyn Smith. You have been watching or listening to It Starts With a Dream. I hope you have a wonderful week and um, I will see you next week. And... Um, um, I can't remember what the show is next week, but it will be something fantastic, I know. It will be something interesting and I would love you to join um, our chat room and come and put your comments and whether you agree. Thank you for listening to It Starts With a Dream Show with Bronwyn Smith. Arrange your one-on-one -on -one appointment today with Bronwyn via email at bronwyn at bronwynsmith.com. It Starts With a Dream with Bronwyn Smith. 
returns on Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, 6 p.m. Pacific, and Thursday at 11 a.m. in Australia on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until next week, dream big.